0: Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago You are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears yeah, yeah. ESPN Chicago And this is Carmen and Yurko Live from the Old National Bank Studio WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago A good Karma Brands radio station
1: Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, Late fall, early winter day I love this we're gonna have nice temperatures through most of the weekend, and then a little bit of a dip for Sunday, which maybe benefits the Bears because Jared Goff doesn't like the cold all that much. Not that it's gonna be frigid. I see a high temperature of 36. I heard Tracy Butler talking about some sunny skies, maybe about right. 36, but maybe some wind, which you alluded yeah, to yesterday. I don't think the
2: wind's gonna be ripping the
1: way I thought the wind was gonna be ripping. Doesn't It'll look be, like it. it. It'll
2: be six to seven with gusts up into the you know 10, 10, 11, teams. stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, 13, 13 maybe. I like it. Uh,
1: you know, do you know Jared Goff? I'll take it. you know Jared Goff's uh, eight interceptions against the Bears are the second most he's thrown against any opponent? I, I am not shocked. Yeah, the Bears have gotten the most from him a little bit. I
2: believe against San Francisco. The most is against Seattle. It's a good guess. Div- another division, yeah.
1: former division opponent of his. Seattle, 11. He's given it to the uh, Seahawks 11 times. How about that? He's given them 11. What do you know? He's given them a ton. Uh, so maybe the Bears take it away again a little bit. Uh, I heard Waddle and Meller talk about it a lot yesterday. During their show, I mean, the Bears have eight takeaways in the last two games. They do. But they're not scoring touchdowns. Do you realize the Bears have one touchdown in their last six quarters? They've only scored one touchdown in their last six quarters. They didn't score a touchdown in their win against Minnesota. And that right. win was aided by the takeaways and the poor play of Josh Dobbs. And they scored just one touchdown in the second half as they blew that lead Against the Lions in week okay, 11. Yeah, One touchdown quarters. in their last six quarters. You're so good. Even with all those takeaways, they're not scoring. And Waddle was making that point yesterday. You, and you say it all the time. It, you you got to get six instead of three in this league. Well, you, seven instead of three. It's seven instead of three. I'm sorry. The, the extra say, points yeah. almost started. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you really got to cash in that yeah. way, especially when your defense is taking the ball away at the rate. That the Bears defense
2: has taken the ball away. That's recently. the disturbing thing. And the sudden change, and I heard Eberfluss talk about sudden change, that when you have that, you get Big Mo back on your side, you've got to find a way to punch into the end zone. And the most 100%. disturbing thing about Goetze running all that horizontal stuff is not one time did you run the variation of the play. Not once. Not once did you run the variation of the play, and that's another disturbing thing. So hopefully that stuff gets straightened out. Yeah, you know, Sometimes you get caught in your philosophy, and this is the way we're going to handle the blitz, and this is what we're going to do. We're going to get out of the quarterback's hand. We're going to get it to the side, and we're going to let our playmakers make plays. Uh, you get caught up in that, and you forget what the variations are off of plays. Mm. Okay? There's always simple things that you can do. When you're doing something, you're having some success with it, not a ton, but there's something that you can pop on somebody to put
1: them on the back foot not make them as aggressive. Shanahan's good at that. Mike McDaniel's good Shanahan's at that. Shanahan's great at it. Yeah. Andy Reid is Andy great, at great, great at it. Andy Reid's great at it, decides I agree.
2: he wants to call the plays yeah. and not let... Yeah. That guy over there, Matt Nagy, destroys football team. Yeah, good call. Yeah, so, it's like Dean Smith used to slow down uh, Michael Jordan. Right. With, with the way he ran right. his off. That's what's happening to, Nagy. to our guy over there. Nagy is slowing down Patrick Mahomes. Uh, his oh. receivers slow
1: him down, too. They just stink. Well, uh, I, now, mean, I
2: shouldn't say stink, but at some it's just point, not a good collection it, it of wide calm, receivers. It gets to a tipping point. Thank you, Mr. Abdallah. Thank you, for, Adam, for doing well, you're that for buy us. coffee. Christmas well, coffee. I wanted to buy something for Adam Abdallah, but he didn't want any. Why don't you. Why don't you have the Christmas cup? Because they hate me. They know how much I love the holidays, and they refuse to give me a Christmas cup. uh,
1: not, Not judging the coffee, but which cup do you like more at the holidays, the Starbucks cup or the Dunkin' Cup? Well, I don't even know what Starbucks cups look like. They are very festive, I have to say. I don't go there. I prefer Dunkin' Donuts coffee. I'm not opposed to Starbucks. Yeah, I don't like my coffee burnt. They burn their
2: coffee I don't when roasting burn. it. You think so? They do. They flash roast. You want to flash roast this? No. They flash roast them to get them to the color that they want to get them. I didn't know that. But they, they, they it, to me, their coffee
1: always tastes Too burnt. bitter? Like too burnt? For me. Hmm. For me. Which cup do you Personal guys like better? The Starbucks holiday cup or the Dunkin' holiday not, cup? Let me get my advertising for Twitch. Abdallah. I'm on Dunkin'. One do you like better? I run on Dunkin'. Right here.
3: I am a uh, Starbucks person. Okay. More so than a Dunkin' person, it has nothing to do with the cups. It has more to do with the um, the the, uh, checks and balances, right? Oh, okay. So like when you go get, cause I I drink iced coffee mostly. Yeah. So when you go to Dunkin' Donuts, they give you that you're like extra large iced coffee or large iced coffee, and make. they take the thing and they they fill the whole thing up with ice and then they put the coffee in. At Starbucks, they got the line system on the cups, so they mm. do iced coffee up to a certain line, then they add the ice. I'm always getting the same amount of iced coffee every time when I or whatever mm. drink it is when I go to Starbucks. Dunkin' mostly ice. I didn't order an ice with coffee. I ordered right. coffee yeah. with ice. You gotta tell me yeah, half ice. Yeah, you you got that's, ice. Half nah, ice. that's too many words.
1: Well, I don't know. Really? I think Yurko's right. Just say half really? ice at next Starbucks?
2: time. You ever heard of a, star- a Starbucks offer? You yeah, ever I hear, hear one? on the app. You ever heard one? i on uh, the app. Uh, uh,
1: Grande iced coffee. Double
2: with a lemon, with half a lemon, with this, with that, decaf, top notch. By, by Grande
1: cold brew. I, I do tend to like the uh, Duncan. I mean, I'm sorry. The uh, I like Duncan's coffee more, but I, I like the Starbucks cup better at the holidays. Chris, do you like the Starbucks cup or the Duncan cup?
4: Uh, I think I, I lean towards the uh, Starbucks mm-hmm. cup. I'm a Starbucks. Guy, I got to give them credit. It's a yeah. good. It's a good holiday cup. Over yeah, they're, there. Anyway. they're great cups. They're great, great cups. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I love all um, kinds of coffee, though, guys. Yeah, I, I can. Dr- I can drink just about any coffee. To be there's honest, there's nothing better to start your day I'm not with. Cup, coffee. Cup guy. of coffee.
2: I'm not an iced coffee guy. Oh, I iced coffee all year. I don't know how the hell you do that all year. Iced coffee. I don't need to any burn any my to face off to have it's what coffee. I want.
4: I, like I mean, a, I'll put I'll an you, ice cube uh, or
2: two in to cool it down a little bit. But the concept of cold coffee is foreign to me.
1: I uh, I don't mind. I'll drink it either way. I'm with Chris. Coffee's good, whether in all of its the various best. forms. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, speaking of the holidays, I'll tell you who might get a real nice holiday gift here, Yurko. It might be Jim Harbaugh. There is an SI report today Uh-oh. claiming that the University of Michigan and Jim Harbaugh, or that that. That the university is preparing right for Jim Harbaugh a five-year extension that would pay him 55 schmildo. You're kidding me. But as it's being reported by SI, they want in writing an agreement from Jim that he will not... Go through this NFL coaching cycle. This were, one, this year, which is weird to me. Why wouldn't you? Wh- they, they want next him year, here. That's okay. They I want mean, him here. But after this year,
2: if he wants to go through it again, that seems odd. Well, they want to guarantee. They want him here for the fallout. Oh, I think they want him here. If there's something that ends up happening, they Let want me. him here for this year. They want to guarantee we're going to give you this. We're going to give you some money. Uh, we want
1: you here for at least this season. Look, things are always a. To a certain degree, about the money, so I, I don't want—I don't, don't want anybody to misunderstand though, like what I'm about to say. But five years, fifty-five million is great. Don't we think Jim could probably come close to that anyway if he did go to the NFL? And more than just the money. Again, I know this might sound crazy. Money's important, especially that sum. But isn't it more important for him to just get the hell out of Dodge and who cares about the money because of what might be coming down the pike of Michigan? I, maybe not for him. I wonder about that. Like Ma- I- Maybe he I- loves I it. he was good as gone. Maybe he loves it. Really? Yeah. He's going to get suspended probably. Maybe he loves college football. He loves University of Michigan. They might have to vacate wins. Not that that's the NLB. All I know, like you always say, we remember Reggie Bush winning yeah. the Heisman. We that's true. It. But, you know, like they're still going to probably have to vacate some victories. Or this, they might I watched get, the Fab Five. I know, that's true. I watched it happen. I watched those guys get it done. They were fantastic. Bears fans that want Jim Harbaugh, uh, is that news devastating to you? I know it's devastating to, to Sylvie. It's ruining his vacation right now. He's still on vacation?
2: Yes. I thought he'd be back by now. No, I believe he's still in Mexico. I think he's still in Mexico. He's going to be there tomorrow, isn't he?
1: What's tomorrow? No, next Friday's their big to-do. Next Friday. That's their big to-do. Is the big show at Bub City, Rosemont. There you go. Tyler... Aki or Aki, as you call him, uh, played for me this morning a new entry they got, uh, and I gotta say it's a, little, a ditty, a little very ditty. clever. It's about one of my quirks, not quirks, about something. I, you know, it's something. Here's what I'm afraid of. I told Kyle a fetish, harm well, preference. preference. It's, it's not really a fetish either. It's not that. I said to Tyler, I'm like, will people that don't listen to Unhinged get it? I don't know. Your favorite well. category on a certain website? Thank you, Chris. It's very clever. And uh, it's, we're going to play it during crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie uh, later. Peggy's in today, so we'll play it when Waddle and Peggy come down. We'll play it in a couple hours. And of all the ones I've heard this year, and I, I, I know Black and Abdallah were talking about it. Like I, For whatever reason, I don't think... It's been a great crop this year. There's been a few that have been really good. Yannick Ngakwe. The Yannick Ngakwe one yeah. is probably my favorite one. It's just too long. This one is really well done, and it was very clever in its concept. Well, we're, we'll play it during cross. I don't want right. to scoop them. I t- Tyler right, I said you. we'll he'll have it ready, and we'll play it. And it just you had brought up the holiday parody contest, so it made me think of it. Tomorrow is the deadline. The party is next week. There it is. The deadline's tomorrow. The par- yeah, the deadline is tomorrow. So make sure you're listening during cross Talk for one that they got. I believe uh, they must have just gotten it overnight or late in the day yesterday. Tyler played it for me this morning. It was Absolutely very funny. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it was he very funny. It. It's a really, it. It. It's, I got to give the guy credit. Yeah. It's, it's very clever. And it's got some very funny, witty lines. And, uh, yeah, you might not totally – it's not that hard to get. You'll figure it out, I guess. But if you listen to Unhinged, you certainly get it quickly. Mark's in Crystal Lake on ESPN 1000 with Carmen and Yurko. What's up, Mark?
4: Good afternoon. So I know these, these reports can come from a lot of different sources, but to me, it sounds like this SI report
0: reeks a lot of the agents saying, like, because otherwise, what would be the sticking point of signing something and you won't go this year?
4: I it sounds know. an awful lot
0: like an agent saying,
4: Hey, Harbaugh's looking to go to the NFL, and he's looking for about five years, $55 million in that ballpark. So come around there, and he'll come.
1: Yeah, I don't know, uh, Mark. Maybe it is. And he doesn't even have an agent, but he's got a camp on it. Right. Uh, well, Yurko, you told us that, right? Yeah, he operates he, without an agent, he, but he operates without an he agent. He must have someone who he's consulting I think he with, he consults though. with his brother. That could be.
2: John, I think John and he are in uh, constant communiqué. <laughs> they're in cahoots. Yeah, no, not cahoots. Cahoots <laughs> would mean they'd be trying to do something wrong. I think they're in constant communiqué. I would love to where see where they talk like, and they that, chat with
1: each the, other. That, that family dinner is like you know the when they get together. Jim is just such an odd bird, isn't he? And John, he might is be who he, too. Is. I mean, no, I, he is. I mean, is. we got he's a guy
2: in the building that knows him very well. No. I know Waddle will tell you. He goes, no, yeah. he's an
1: odd, he's an oddball, a little bit of a weirdo. <laughs> he's just a little bit of a weird dude. So yeah, that's the uh, report from Sports Illustrated today Wonderful. about Jim Harbaugh. If you got a thought on it, you can ring us up. If you think the Bears will be embarking upon a coaching search, who the heck knows? I mean, I, we'll know soon enough. Listen, we're going to know in a month. Yeah, and thank goodness because I'm sort of I'm I'm. It's like the the constant like conjecture and wondering and will there or won't they and do they need to get to this number of wins or what does Ryan Poles have to see over the last I don't hey,
2: you'll find I, out I, yeah we'll find out in a we'll month we'll celebrate Christmas we'll uh, celebrate New Year's and uh, we got one week left and then we'll find out what the Bears will do on uh, Black Monday for NFL coaches that's right yeah January eighth
1: yeah it's January eighth this year right January eighth yeah, this We're year know yeah. in a
2: month one month you'll find out exactly what the hell's going on with the Chicago Bears. That's fun thing, and guess what? We get to watch play out in front of our eyes. Yeah, the way they play, the way they respond. Are they going to play for the coach? They're not going to play for the coach. I've seen teams give up. I've seen teams when the the breaks are beating the boys, just find a way to
1: say the hell with it. The the best effort just doesn't find its way to the field. I mean, really, the only like truly crappy team you were ever on was that last year in Cleveland. Oh, right? there were
2: two crappy teams. The good w- kid. What was, was on. the other one? Four
1: and twelve. Lindy and Fani's final season. Oh, okay. For the
2: Green Bay Packers, okay, everybody got moved out. Tom Brods got moved out. Everybody was asked to bye bye. Yeah. Bratz was the general manager up there. Jesse K was the director of player people's personnel. That was also. the guy who always liked you, Lindy and Fonny. Yeah, Jesse K. Jesse, liked yeah, your... Jesse
1: liked you. It. Yeah, Jesse liked. It, so it gets to. I bet this time of year, when you're looking at a four and twelve season, it can get you know like what you were just saying. Yeah. It can get you know that's when guys are.
2: Well, they hired Ron
1: Wolf. They right. at some point had hired
2: Ron Wolf uh, after we had played. He was with the New York Jets. And we played uh, against the New York Giants when Lawrence Taylor went down with his Patel injury that ended his career. And it wasn't soon thereafter that we hired Ron Wolf, and Ron Wolf was going to observe from afar. Mm. And then there it went. Yeah. At the end of the year, Lenny Infani was relieved of his duties. Dick Jerron and Greg Bosch stayed. Of all the coaches that were on the coaching staff, they stuck around. Okay. Yeah, so that's the way it works. And there we were in transition. Transition benefited who? New guys. Yeah, that's right. I was a new guy. I I benefited the fact that there was new people coming in because old guys, they're, they're getting rid of old guys left and right. All right, so you're
1: buying the Harbaugh stuff. You think he would possibly stay at Michigan. If you've got him as your, you know, number one target, if the Bears do make a coaching change, and you want to react to the Sports Illustrated report, maybe it is all calculated behind the scenes. Who knows? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. An hour from now, we'll play McKnight at the movies. Todd Furman will join us at one thirty-five. We'll talk NFL for this week. We'll talk about some of the playoff controversy with him, and kind of wrap that stuff up. And uh, ask him about a few of the big bowl games, which the bowl season starts next weekend already. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Making my plans to get out to Bub City, Rosemont early next Friday. You were mentioning the Waddle and Sylvie show for the finale of, you know, the, the culmination of the holiday parody contest. That's at Bub City, Rosemont next Friday. I'm going to get out there early to do a little tasting for some of the stuff that we're going to highlight in the new year with Bub City. Looking forward to that. You should come with me.
2: You're going to be out there when?
1: Next Friday uh, before the Waddle in and Rosemont? Show. Or are you going to yeah. be down here downtown? No, no, Rosemont. Yeah, Rosemont. yeah, because the, the shows in Rosemont and Eric Rose um, is going to be a, who's the the Bub City uh, lettuce management right, partner? Right, He's right. going to be out there, and we were. We were texting back and forth. We got to try a few things for the New Year's. So I was like, uh, Yeah, count me in. Oh yeah, I'll be at Bub City Rosemont tonight too. I William, love Bub City. Love it. Love it. Love it. We you got it a time. meeting? What do you got? Got a meeting? A little bourbon and
2: bacon committee uh, meeting oh, recap. Talking about the windfall that you got this year putting, for the uh,
1: for the charity. Yeah, putting the finishing touches on this year's Beautiful. event, wrapping things up, looking ahead to twenty twenty four. Nice. Yep. We're going to do. next year will be the tenth annual. Yurko. the tenth annual. I'm not surprised. We started that, you imagine, back in 2015. It's remember, still going strong.
2: York. I remember. I remember. Even through the pandemic, you guys found a way to make it happen. We did. I mean, you guys, the, you, you adjusted, you, you adapted, adjusted. you overcame. That's what you did. That's 100% like right. Gunnery Sergeant Thomas Highway. That's 100%. Heartbreak right. Ridge, Carm. You guys went and found a way to get it done. It was a great call. Didn't have to raise a gazillion dollars that year. You just had to keep it going. You kept the beat alive. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cystic fibrosis, baby. You are in a, you're in a great mood. You got a I'm little, in a I good it,
2: mood all the think time. it's that
1: coffee, the donut. You got a little going extra to, pep I'm in go, your stuff. I'm going
2: to a Christmas party tonight. The Where? first of many Christmas in the parties? City? No, it'll be Innsbruck Country Club Innsbruck Country there. Club. Yeah. Nice. The Macaulay people, the real estate people, will get together. Don't you love this time of year? They have their little to-do there at the country club. So Don't it should be Isn't fun. that nice? Yeah. Don't you love this time well, of out year? out there. You have a couple cocktails. Have a little bit of dinner. Glad hand a little, you know, some people, you know, slap like some backs. I like it. Tell everybody what a wonderful job they've done this year. And then go out and uh, get a little closer back to the homestead and uh, have another one or two. Sure, it's eggnog. a Thursday. little eggnog, little maybe. little eggnog.
1: Spiked eggnog. Thursdays are fun no matter what, especially yeah. during the holidays. It's a great going out night. And last night at the Elm and the Grange, it was fabulous. I mean, Waddle can bring them out. Oh, boy. It was. How uh, many jerseys? The overhead. You know, the over so did and half? not hit, surprisingly. Nope. Zero jerseys. There was one uh, Tom And I mean like an old school Tom Waddle. Like, this guy had had it since he was a yeah, kid, it looked like. Yeah, bet he did. And then there was a woman there who had a Mike Brown jersey, but she had a bunch of Bears autographs on it. So okay. Waddle, she asked Waddle to sign that one. Sure. And, look, whiskey has been tremendously successful. That's why we keep doing it. Two years running. People love it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. But it was, like, over the top yesterday at the Elm of the Grand. I and mean, Waddle brings them out. You know, but everybody wanted to get a glimpse. We took pictures. Is the scotch
2: a big hit? Oh, big hit for dude. the scotch? Or uh, the
1: guys. So Highland Park just got named, uh, uh, the cast Strength expression, just got named uh, Whiskey Advocates number 2 Whiskey of the Year for this year. Out in San Francisco? Uh, n- no whiskey advocates. Oh, advocates. Ma- yeah, whiskey yeah, magazine. advocates magazine. And then they gave us a little treat. the The fine folks at Edrington. Oh, they poured for us a little uh, Glen Rothes, uh eighteen year to end the night, which is another one of their Glen Rothis. one of their scotches, a space guy, a space side Scotch that they have. That was. Oh, you won't hear me say this very often because you know I'm not a Scotch guy. I'm a bourbon and rye guy. Top top notch? Wow. Yeah, Yeah. good. Yeah, I don't go wow very often from Scotch. Special treat for the Elm, huh? Yeah, it was good for you guys. It was wow. It was a wow, like, little drink. We're still waiting on the south side for anything. We've been to Baracos twice, my friend. Yeah, when? This year? Not this year.
2: Well, I I mean, it's 2023, right?
1: Yeah. I mean,
2: thank God for you guys coming out in 2022, but it's a new year.
1: Part of our planning meeting with our breakthrough friends was getting the good kid at one of these, too. Just
2: I, remember, can't go past 95th Street, though. No, we'll do it south. Can't go south of 95th, God forbid.
1: <laughs> I love Barack.
2: God forbid the cars don't work when you get south of 95th Street here in Chicago. Uh, uh,
1: Vlad is in Joliet on ESPN 1000 with Carmen and York. Vlad, what's up?
0: Hey, fellas. How you guys doing today? Great, Wonderful man. day. Yeah, man. Um, I want to first start by saying um, next week, I think you guys are coming to Plainfield, Buffalo Wild Wings, correct?
1: We are. Yeah, next we'll be there, Friday, the, 5th, uh, the 15th. Um, boy, yeah, I'm going to have to go from Plainfield to Rosemont. I just thought of that. Yeah, you're going to be fine. <laughs> next Friday, we will be at above. Uh, where are we going to be? We're at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. In Plainfield R- for a 59. football feast. Yes. Yeah, about
2: 118th and Route 59, I believe. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man, not too far. I'm going to bring my guys, uh, the Setter boys, up there. We're going to have a blast. The oh, Setter boys. Piero.
2: Piero and Nick. Yeah, nice. Nick Setter and Piero. Play what my brother Piero did. You know that? Th- no, I didn't. Yeah, man. Yeah, they that? played at
1: North before they went to Lockport. I didn't know that. I didn't
2: know that. Of course you guys don't know that.
1: Remember Nick Setter, man. Yeah.
0: Man. All right, well, we'll see you next week. What's going on, Vlad? They could throw down, man. Um, I just wanted to talk about uh, uh, Harbaugh, man. I think he would be a great asset to the um, the coaching staff if we wrap him on out. Another guy I thought in mind was like Eric Bieniemy because I know uh, Ron Rivera is gonna um, probably get fired because Josh Harris wants a new, you know, a new coaching staff on his behold. But what do you guys think about Eric Bieniemy coming in? Uh, Thank I you, don't guys. Know. Thank you, Vlad. What do you think
1: of? I don't know, Eric Public think of I mean that.
2: Well, I mean, he did the he's smart thing. And he got, got out of. He's gotten out of the shadow. He has right of Andy Reid. He's gotten out of the shadow of Andy Reid, which. Uh, You know, he said, okay, I got to break free. I want to break free. You're in a singing mood, dude. He broke free. Queen. And he got to where he wanted to be. So nobody's got an excuse to say, well, this, that, 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 or this, which they never had for anybody else on that staff. So what do I think of the enemy? We'll see when he gets his chance and his opportunity. And what does he do? I tell you this, I didn't know D'Amico Ryans was going to be as good as he was. Right, D'Amico Ryan's got something. It's got something going. He's got the his quarterback health or something. He's right, got something going. Well, listen, they didn't know that coming in. I know. Maybe D'Amico Ryan's has had something to do yeah. with the positivity that's happening down there in Houston. You don't know that. I got to give the guy credit. I can't not give him credit.
1: I don't know what to make of. And I guess maybe you should watch. We should watch Washington a little bit more closely and see and you know analyze some of the tape and the things that we see within that offense. That offense has got some playmakers. I think the quarterback. Even though the passing numbers are going to be gaudy, I think there are some issues with the quarterback. I do. So I don't want to put it all on Eric Bieniemy. They've got the same exact EPA per play as the Bears offense. Uh, they they rank in the bottom third of the NFL. They've got a worse success rate on offense than the Bears do. And nobody th- thinks that highly of this Bears offense. Is that all Eric Bieniemy's fault? Probably not. And I think you're right, Your He did well to get an opportunity where he can display – or show other organizations what it's like when he is calling plays, when there's not, well, is it he or is it Andy? Or is it, you know, it's like, it's the enemy doing it in Washington. So, I don't know. I've I've been pretty, for me, it's like a one-man search. If you're changing coaches, it should be Ben Johnson. That offense I can look at and go, wow. He's turned them into one of the most dynamic, explosive offenses in the league. He's made Jared Goff better than I ever thought Jared Goff would be. Jared Goff playing his home games in climate control conditions definitely helps. Now, he had that in L.A. too, obviously. But Sean McVay's pretty good with quarterbacks, and I think Ben Johnson's gotten more out of Jared Goff than Sean McVay did. I I can't ignore that. And when you watch Detroit's offense, it's pretty easy to look at it and go, yeah, this looks right. They're dangerous. They're explosive. They're multiple. They do clever, creative things. That's what I like. Joe's in Naperville. What's going on, Joe?
0: I was talking about Harbaugh, uh, so uh, thinking about this, I don't know if anybody's seen the the schedule for Michigan for next year. Michigan has um, the Murderers' Row, has Ohio State as, as always. They have Washington, Oregon, USC. Well, yeah, because kind of yeah, like, that's that's brutal. Yeah, so I kind of feel like the Big Ten is kind of disciplining uh, Harbaugh in a certain way. Hey, you know, you're not going to maybe get in a uh, get in like you should. So I think if Harbaugh wins a championship. I think with the Chicago ties, I think the uh, the Bears take on Harbaugh as a coach. Harbaugh agrees that you know what, I will I will uh, coach Justin Fields, keeps that going. I think Chicago media probably stays off of uh, uh, Bears the uh, personnel or the the higher ups because of this this kind of hometownish hire, um, and they qualify for hard knocks. So now you got a Michigan coach, you got some uh, some dynamic there. You got a Michigan coach coaching a. Uh, Ohio State quarterback. Cause don't they qualify for hard knocks if uh, a new coach within three years? Or I something believe like that? that
1: is the case, Joe. I think you're right about that. I don't know all those stipulations. It's a good point, Joe. Thanks. And you're right about Texas's schedule. This is why. Doesn't it just feel like Harbaugh's is it gone? Texas
2: or Michigan's schedule? Michigan's schedule.
1: Yeah, Did I say Texas? Yes. Well, Texas is on it. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, I saw that. Michigan's schedule includes home games against Texas, USC, without Caleb Williams, Well, probably you're right. Yeah, Washington, without Uh, Harvey Penix, they go to Washington. Right. They've got the Ducks without Bo Nix. You're right, but those are you know those those still be tough games. They've got uh, at Ohio State next year. That is a tough schedule. Texas, USC, Washington,
2: two open open dates. Oregon. You see the two open dates,
1: right? Yeah. Two two buys. buys. What's with the two buys? I
2: don't know. They go to Washington. They got a buy. Then they go to play the hapless Fighting Illini at Illinois. Yeah. Then they got a Michigan State team that's in disarray. Then they get Oregon at home. They play a hapless Indiana squad, and then another bye week. It's just—I yeah. mean—it's dissected pretty nicely for them. Um, Fresno State stinks. Arkansas mm-hmm. State is a bye in essence, in between Texas and USC. PJ Fleck and the uh, and Gophers. the Golden Gophers don't uh, offer up much of a of anything. You know, they're just an average Big 10 team. Very. There's nothing special up there.
1: I am going to be fascinated so, I mean, to see if if Harbaugh really stays in if he signed.
2: They got two buys and they basically have two buys during the schedule. Too. I
1: just don't know why it feels like he's as good as gone. I don't know. And Fresno State's not as bad as you think either, but that shouldn't be too much of a problem when Is they it open Trent up. Is Trent
2: Dilfer still there?
1: No, he's not. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. 332 3776 More of your phone calls coming up. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Zoo. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Total for tonight is back about 30. <laughs> it was 29 and a half for a little bit yesterday. It's back to 30 and a half. Oh, yeah? Tonight's going to be a stinker. Big one. At some point, I'll spanker. probably throw it on because it's still an NFL game. But yeah, maybe, I don't know. Like if I don't see any of this one tonight, uh, okay, so be it. We got other good stuff to talk about for the weekend. Some other good games: Bears and Lions, noon Sunday, Soldier Field. Right here in your home for Bears football with Black and Abdallah, Mellor doing fantasy, and Black and Abdallah into the network pregame show, into Joniak and Thayer and Jason McKee, and then Peggy and Yurko, and then. Meller's back late with Pat, the designer, and with Jason McKee, so a full day of Bears football here on your home for the Bears. Alex is in Mm -hmm. Naperville on ESPN 1000. Hey, Alex.
0: Hey, boys. How we doing today? Good. How you doing? Hey, doing great. Thanks. Thanks for taking the call. Just a couple of things. One, you guys were talking about the enemy. Do you feel like the Chiefs are kind of struggling without the enemy this year? Um, I know their defense sucks, but you know, in addition to that, they don't have the enemy, and then one more thing just on the CJ Stroud comparison to fields, right? I mean, I think that everyone continues to forget he has two bookend tackles, right? I mean, he's got Tuncel, and I forget the other gentleman's name that plays tackle, but I mean, that that's the big difference. And I I agree with Yurk, right? That's what you've been preaching. We've got to use these picks and get somebody up front. Otherwise, we're never going to have any time, and we're going to be, you know, continuing to repeat the same thing over and over.
4: Yeah, uh,
1: protecting your quarterback is of the utmost importance. There's no doubt about it. Um, Center, I think, is the biggest clearing need on that offensive line. For the Bears, I think it is as well. Center. I don't think they're that bad across their line. Right. To be honest, uh, when they're healthy, I don't. You
2: can live with Braxton Jones. Nate Davis is your right guard. Tevin Jenkins is your left guard. And you've got uh, Darnell Wright out there. And he's not a problem. He's only going to get better. Yes. I agree with you. I don't think it's that you problematic. Look at center for sure. Yeah, you look at the maturation of Tony Baselli from his first year to his second year. Massive jump.
1: Massive jump in the NFL. Yeah, yeah? Is that right? Yeah.
2: Same thing with Jonathan Ogden. Big jump.
1: It's good. Then all of a sudden, the second year really took off. Um, and while... That line might be playing well for uh, Houston. I mean, you can also watch C.J., though, and you can see some things. You can see things early sometimes with guys and go, yep, he gets it. And you can watch C.J. Stroud. He doesn't panic. He knows how to climb the pocket. He doesn't elude pressure and take off. For a kid that's played, what, 10, 11 games, the kind of poise he's displaying to keep eyes down the field, to make plays down the field, to be ex- to, to to look for explosives—that's all really good stuff. You, you you could tell pretty early on that first year when Justin Herbert started playing, you were kind of like, yeah, he gets it. You can just see it sometimes, and I think you see it in C.J. Stroud. I I think C.J. Stroud's pretty. I think he's going to be pretty legit, Yurk. I don't know. I mean, and again, is it? It's just 11 games. I I do understand that. You want to be careful in small samples, but not only are his numbers great, I think you could just watch him. You watch his games, and you can just – it's like it jumps off the page or the screen, excuse me, and you go, yeah, like this kid knows how to play the position. It's very impressive. And he's going to flirt with a 5,000-yard passing season. Again, the Bears have never had a 4,000-yard passer. He's going to flirt with five. He's going to be right there. (laughs) I mean, he's going to be on the cusp of it. He, he's, and in two weeks, he's going to have 4,000 yards,
2: guys. I mean, it's like... Do you remember, and that's a great individual accomplishment. Remember a couple of years ago when Cooper Cup was getting it done? 2021, I think. Uh, yeah, 2021 season. You yeah. know, he had all those touchdowns. He had everything. We talked about him being the MVP. He never, He wasn't even remotely close Not to one of those. The Tyreek Hill clamoring is starting to begin. I don't think it's going to happen to you. Yeah, but, but there's no crystal cut number one quarterback MVP that's out there. That's so true. if it was ever going to happen, it'd be a year that Lamar Jackson is not having a great year. And a year that Patrick Mahomes is not having a great year. Tua might be having a great year, but kind of nobody knows about it. Hmm. How can your receiver be having a great year and then you are not having a great year? How does that actually go hand in hand? Wouldn't both of you guys be having a great year? Yeah. So all of a sudden there's not all that Tua love saying that he should be the MVP. So I guess... If there's a perfect storm to ever get a wide receiver to become an an MVP, it would be when there's no consensus number one quarterback that's knocking it out of the park. You might be right. So maybe there's a chance for Tyreek Hill, if he gets over 2,000 yards, a chance for him to become the
1: MVP this year. If Brock Purdy keeps playing this way, I think Purdy's going to make a pretty good case, too. And I know, well, they don't throw it downfield as much and all the yards after catch, but uh, there's another guy where you put it on and you just... You see Brock Purdy knowing exactly what he's supposed to be doing within that offense. Now, does that make him a great quarterback, or does that make him the definition of a system quarterback? I'm not sure. I know for a long time Tom Brady was called a system quarterback. Uh, Tom Brady wasn't a system quarterback. Uh, I'm going to use the James Harden line. Uh, Tom Brady's the system. All right. I know James Harden thinks he's the... Well, anytime you go to James Harden, you... <laughs> well, he just go said... I'm Remember, that. I, he I know, said I'm taking it with a grain of salt. <laughs> I,
2: mean, I got news for you. Tom Brady's the system. How I many championships know. is the James Harden system? No, 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 won? No, I, know. I know, but I'm just asking. <laughs> I understand, Zero. You know. Zero, right. So let's be careful when you so, name yourself
1: the system. I know, and I'm not saying Brock Purdy is is Tom Brady. Please, don't misunderstand. But I think it's a little unfair to be like, well, he's he's just a system quarterback. That That kid knows... To, he is constantly on time. He knows where to be with the ball. He's accurate with the ball. And, and I told you guys this. I read you the stats last week. I mean, it's everything. Now you know where it's not. It's not eye popping yardage, and it's not an eye popping touchdown total. I guess, and maybe that's where you downgrade him a little. But completion percentage, and then the advanced metrics—the you know completion percentage over expectation, and the the adjusted EPA per play, and the uh, the adjusted air yards. Um, uh, the adjusted uh, net yards, excuse me, uh, per pass attempt, the quarterback rating, the QBR, the, the yards per attempt. He leads the NFL in all of them, all of them. He leads the league in all those categories. And two things happened last week with his performance and their win on the road and Dak's performance on Thursday night. They both went from double digits down to like three, four to one. After those performances now that we're into December. Yeah, this could so. be Dax year. It could be Irk, yes. That's what I'm thinking. If they win Sunday, yes and he plays great against Philly. He's gonna be the favorite, right? Yep. Like it could be Dax. Is that Sunday yes. night? That's the Sunday night's big one. Yes it is. Keeping my schedule open. Jay's on the south side. What's up, Jay?
0: Hey y'all. Thanks for taking my call and I'm here to defend Iberflus e- uh, for a minute. Yeah. And this why so okay. Everybody knows the season was probably sabotaged last year, and that's why they only won three games. And this year they started off 1-4, but the last eight games they've been a five-hundred team with everything that was going on with his coaching staff and Chase um, Claypool. And I'm just saying if Iberflus go three and two these last five games, a 7-10 and 10 record was what a lot of people thought the Bears were going to win this year, like five, six, maybe seven games. Isn't that enough improvement to have him keep his job? And I listen now. Thank y'all.
1: Jay, thanks, brother. Appreciate it. I think that's what – you're not alone. That's what these next five games might be all about. Certainly for Eberflus, for this organization, we'll see what it looks like. He mentioned Chase Claypool, and I got curious for a 2nd like, oh, yeah, remember Chase Claypool? Uh, I mean, he's just non-existent even in that offense down there, Yerk. Right? He's – he didn't have a target the last two weeks. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Zero targets. Well, I should say his last two games because he did miss a few. He had a chunk where he missed a couple of weeks. His last two games that he's played, he doesn't have a target. Well, what happened to the guy that had 11 touchdowns as a rookie? Long, long gone. Long gone, Yurko.
2: He wanted to hear music at practice. <laughs> I Remember? I do.
1: Wanted to hear music at practice. A long, long time ago. It's he's Carmen and model.
2: York. He's modeling down on South
1: Beach. Maybe. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago.
1: We're talking about this Harbaugh report from SI that the university's preparing to offer a five year extension worth $11 million a year. They want him to sign an agreement that says he won't uh, engage in the NFL coaching cycle in January. I would love to see what the odds would be posted on, you know, where Harbaugh's going to be next. Like, I just, if I had to put any money on it right now, not a huge sum of money, but just like you said, Carm, you got to put, you got to put a hundred yeah. bucks on it. Right. I, I, I'm pretty sure I'd put it on he's leaving, Yerk. Where would you put your hundo? For you, 500. He's staying. Yeah, you think he'd stay? I think I he's going to wow. stay. Wow. Man. I think he's
2: done the NFL thing. He's done. But it. he
1: wanted to go back two years
2: ago. But I, I think, know you
1: said he also had to renegotiate his contract. Right? Yeah. yeah. So
2: I think um, I think what he wants to do here is stick it to the NCAA. Hmm. I think he wants to win the national championship and then come back and stick it to the NCAA.
1: I think that's his motivation. Interesting. And he's just crazy yeah, enough. He's just crazy enough to do he's it. He's Just crazy enough to do uh, it. You might be right. Where would you put your money, guys? I think he's gone. Think he's gone. Yeah, I think,
3: I think that there there will be a team that will be willing to go because Dan Wetzel tweeted about half an hour ago that said that they're talking, but no deal is imminent. Okay. So if that's the number, like we had a caller a while ago say that that's an agent putting out the number, right? Right. Right. I would say that there are going to be teams, not maybe not necessarily the Bears, that would go to twelve or thirteen
1: million a year. I don't think it's crazy. 10 to 10 to 12 million a year. I mean I the Panthers you. have a crazy owner. And they got know they got the probably the richest single owner in the league, right? Yeah. Yeah, money doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Chris? Where would you put your money?
4: I would put my money down on the Chargers. We even got the team. I would put it on the Chargers. That's where I it would. Would be go. appealing to him, wouldn't it, Herbert? Yeah, yeah. I I would love for it to be here in Chicago but I just if we have NFL owners trying to outbid each other for Jim Harbaugh's services I just don't see it happening here. Yeah, probably not. Well,
3: Greeny's told that story a thousand times now. I was on the phone with Jim Harbaugh. We talked. We talked for about yeah. until we talked about it for half an hour and all he could talk about was Justin Herbert. He's the best young quarterback in the league. I love Justin Herbert. I said, "Jim, why do you love Bunny? He goes, "I just love him. He's got the moxie. He's got everything. He loves milk." Baba. Love him. Nuno? Love it. I called Nuno, Nuno. right after. Bubba. I said, Nuno, do you, you want to hear the story? Hashtag he goes, group. no, call Bubba. So I called Bubba and I said, Epid. Epid. what's the story? And he goes, here's the story. I got a story for you. I go, I got to tell you a story. So I called up and I called Nuno. Called Nuno back. I said, hey, Nuno, what do you want it to do? You want to hear the story now? He goes, no, call Hembo. So I called call Hembo. Hembo. So Hembo. Hembo. Hembo's Hembo. always willing to listen. Love Hembo. Anyway, he likes well Herbert. Well done. Well done. Well, who doesn't?
1: You like Herbert a lot. You, though. You, you're obsessed. I love Justin Herbert. He's great. <laughs> not having the kind of year I thought he'd have. There was they a got,
3: great comment in the Twitch chat earlier. <laughs> Twitch this week brought to you by Country Thunder. twitch.tv slash ESPN Chicago. There was a great comment.
4: They said that uh, you know uh, you guys were referring to uh, possible searches on websites earlier. Yes. yes. Uh, they were saying the only thing that you uh, you search ahead of uh, what you guys were alluding to was Justin Herbert on those sites. I can promise you that that's not true. Like but.
3: if Justin Herbert. <laughs> Was buying a house from <laughs> no from if no, let me finish
1: yeah, yeah, if
4: Justin yeah, Herbert
3: yeah, was yeah, buying no. a house from a shoeless realtor, <laughs> yeah, oh my, my I god, mean, yeah. what, do, what all does about Justin it? Herbert yeah, have to do with anything? You're calling off for
4: the week. Yeah, you're. Nah, I don't want he throws that, it in. there. Done. done. I like Justin Herbert. Football, but he'd be done for I sure. I separate my football and
1: my porn. I don't know about you guys. I mean, football. Oh yeah, football. Sure, but I do love Justin Herbert. Taylor Swift. Did you see what she said via Time Magazine, Yurko? Taylor Swift. Football is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what? You don't like that transition? <laughs> well, I was thinking of weird. Thinking of <laughs> I want to know about what Taylor Swift is thinking. Go ahead and give it to me now. Football is awesome. Okay. It turns out I've been missing out my whole life. She's right. Football is awesome. I thought that uh, the fr-
2: the. What's her? What's her song? Love story? She was in the bleachers watching football. She sings a song about, about her the sperm. Yeah, being in the, yeah, being the bleachers. Well,
1: but she liked the quarterback. I don't right. think he's she really the, knew.
2: He's a, he was the boy next door. Yeah, who happened to be the
1: quarterback. The quarterback.
2: She's the cheerleader. She's, I'm in the bleachers. I mean, come on. But now on. she's in the NFL. She she's
1: watching the NFL now. She said
2: she was watching football as a youth, and now she's been missing out because she could never date the quarterback. The best though. Now, she's still not dating the quarterback.
1: No, I know it's true. She's so, dating a tight end. Jericho, the best is. Uh, so I saw you know Schefter Put it on his Instagram. That's where I saw it. And you know, I I put it in uh, my story. But I I, (laughs) look. You got to know what the comments, right? The first comment is from some somebody. uh, Some
2: meathead.
1: Taylor Swift is the worst thing to happen to the NFL in forever, and it's not even close. And I'm like, how is Taylor Swift the worst thing to happen to the NFL exactly? I don't. I don't know. Uh, Well, uh, who knows? There's always going to be
2: a focus on somebody that's in the crowd. You know, you get to the Super Bowl and they always kind of pan up to the crowd and oh, there's Pamela Pamela Anderson and 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 what? Remember who? What, what's who was name? Mad dog raging David against Lee? a couple
1: of years ago? Remember? Yeah. Uh, the, during the Rams run, who right. was he raging against? Whoever was in the stance. Remember how mad he was that the yeah. he would he didn't know who uh uh <laughs> name the name. I don't know who you're talking about. You remember? I can't. remember it, guys. Do you guys remember? Mad Dog was incensed. No. that they were showing someone, and he. Dropped I mean, they always the...
2: do it. It's what the NFL does. I mean, he was action incensed. on the field sucks. Let's go over to the stands and see if anybody's famous sitting around oh, so here. Funny. Belushi on the sidelines. So Bill, M- Bill Murray on the sidelines. You guys know how this goes. When your team's successful,
1: they come out of the woodwork. I just don't see how she's been bad for the NFL. Like the worst thing to happen to the NFL. I don't know. Like. I think the NFL not being able to get its referees to properly call what's a catch and not a catch is a lot worse than Taylor Swift. That's just me. Or what's interference and not
2: interference. But instead of that's then, just me. Instead of then that being the focus, then they pan up after an interference call like that. They pan up to the stands to Taylor Swift. There she. Well, she's not happy about that call. Well, look at her. I mean. You know, her like, and Donna De, De Verona are that, sitting there and they're talking about it. That
1: the league can't figure out what's a catch, yeah. maybe. It's a problem. It's a little worse than Taylor Swift. I, I, I just don't know how she's been bad. She for the brings NFL. nothing to the game. No, I don't expect her to bring it, right? She doesn't have don't to bring anything to the, the game. Why is the focus then on her? Well, because she's probably the biggest celebrity in the world right now, I would say,
4: suggest. And I think that's why. I'm surprised that people are still obsessed with this. We're going on like month three of them dating and this being like where, where broadcasters are doing the like, oh, I'm boy. going to quote song lyrics yeah. as we can't go into it, ber- it, He can't get enough of it, Chris.
1: Uh,
2: and and who had to sign a two-year contract in this relationship? Who had the what? To sign the two-year contract. Did Kelsey have to sign the two-year year deal or did Taylor sign the two-year deal? You think deal? that's how it works when you're big, I mega stars like that, that? Maybe yes. I should ask Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> He's not signed a contract. I don't know. Who how. signed the contract, Danica or the other one? I don't
1: know. I don't know how all that works. Yeah. I don't think I want to know. 24 I- months to the day, like, you know, she's uh- uncanny. <laughs> Every 24 months they break up. Yep. I do think she's probably the biggest single celebrity in the world right now, and that's why it still gets talked about as much. But I agree with Black that. Like, Tariqo's really kind of gone over the top. Like, he's constantly working in Taylor Swiftly. It's like, it was funny the first week. Like Yeah, the first weekend, we it need was to, like, okay, like, we cool. Don't need to keep, I see all the viral videos of the listen, news
4: people doing it. Yeah, I, I cool. Got news
1: for you. Collinsworth has no clue he's doing it. So, like, what are we really... Uh, are, we, are we talking about the game on the field, or are we... Well, both. I mean, he's, there he's, got, you go. he's got no clue of what's going on on the field or... Of the lyrics that, like, Tarico keeps slipping into his play-by-play that are from Taylor Swift songs. We're back in two minutes.